This is Karen Hunter, and welcome to The Hub. So I watched this show called Naked and Afraid on the Discovery Channel, and I'm obsessed with it because it's all about survival. So they take two people, a man and a woman. They're completely naked. They don't know each other. They're strangers. They only get to take with them two items. One item is always fire because you cannot survive anywhere without fire. And a person will have like a knife or machete or an axe, and then the other person will have a pot to boil water in or to cook in. And they throw them into the jungle or the rainforest or some remote place in the middle of nowhere for 21 days, and they have a camera, and that's it, and they have to survive. Now, what's really fascinating is the majority of the time people tap out, usually like day two or three, you know, but if you can get past day 12 or 15 and you haven't been bitten by a snake or a centipede or a spider or, you know, you haven't been attacked by a a mountain lion, you usually will make it to day 21. But it's grueling. People lose like 30 pounds and it's just amazing to watch people get through this or not get through it and just how pressure impacts people. Now, in the tenth season... They started something actually a couple of seasons ago, something called Naked and Afraid XL, where they would take groups of people. So instead of just the one man and the one woman, there would be maybe two men and a woman, three men, three women, and they would put them in different places on this like deserted island. And eventually, over a 40 day period, these groups would come together and they would find each other because, you know, there'd be limited resources in one part of the island or limited resources in one part of the jungle. And then they would emerge at some point. But for 40 days, you get to watch people, you know, melt down, break down, cuss each other out, uh, starve and, and find their way. It's fascinating. This season, Naked and Afraid XL, they took it to the next level. So not only do they have these groups, it's like three or four groups of three, a group of two, a group of four, but they had one group that started before everybody else that was on the island, on this island for two, uh, for uh, 20 days. And their journey is 60 days. Everybody else is doing 40 days. They're doing 60 days and they picked two of the baddest ass people from previous seasons. This one guy in a previous season, like killed a boar. He killed, <laughs> he killed a boar one season in that same season. It was like he, um, fished he, he found like 15 eels like he left their fat by the end of the 40 days this guy was so badass and he was usually by himself for most of the 40 days he was off the chain and the woman that he's with also off the chain so they spent the first 20 days together on the first or second night they found this cave that they were in and the woman got bit in the head by a millipede. And, of course, they know the, the, the jungle and they know everything about, you know, the different dangerous, you know, the poisonous snakes versus the ones that aren't. I didn't know that there was such a thing as a poisonous millipede. But apparently, if the millipede was 12 inches and it bit her, she could die. So they were in the cave. They had the, the light from the camera looking for the damn millipede because she knew she got bit by it. But she had to find it to see how long it was because she knew she wouldn't have time to get. Because there, there's like a, a medical crew somewhere. They, they're watching them. So if she got bit by this thing, they would swoop in. Because there have been several, several people medevaced away over the course of the 10 seasons um, with some horrific diseases and bites and poisoning and bacterial infections and all of this stuff. One person broke their knee and it's just been a, a crazy thing. But this woman got bit in the head. 
thank God the millipede was like seven or eight inches. It wasn't 12 inches, so she didn't die. But they're, they're now deep in the throes of this naked and afraid. They've even merged. They've, they passed the, the first 20 days. They've run into other people. And they are so badass, these two, that they have created in their portion, because they moved from the cave onto the beach, like a living room. They got like a bedroom set up. They found bananas, and they got the bananas uh, stacked up into uh, those that are super green, those that are just about to become ripe, and the ripe ones, they have, they've been fishing. Like, they are ready. So these three crossed the ocean and came into their space, and they came upon them while they were out fishing. They came upon their camp, and they were like, wow, look at this, bananas. They have this and that, and these motherfuckers came up there and ate their bananas, left the peels in their, in their living room that they created while they were out fishing, and they came back, and they were like, what is this? And they are like, wow, it's good to see you. And the two huddled, and they were like, you know what? While it seems like there's strength in numbers, we're kind of going to go on our own. We're being, we've been out here already 20-plus days. We're on a 60-day journey. You're on a 40-day journey. We require different things. So while we can be on this same beach, we don't want to merge with you. And these guys were so upset because they were starving and they hadn't figured out anything. And here they are. They, they come upon somebody that has abundance. But they work for their abundance, and they were out working when these guys came stumbling upon their thing. And I was thinking about this, and there are layers to this, because I'm going to talk more about Naked and Afraid this particular season in uh, some podcasts coming up. But for today, I'm, I'm telling you about this as a precursor to a question that was asked of me. And uh, this is Ask Me Anything Sunday. So I got a, a question from Lynette D. Um, at FitFine40Life at fit. Find the number 40 life on Twitter. Uh, she said, Karen, what are the three most important skills that Generation Z must have in order to survive and thrive over the next 50 years? So I'm bringing the naked and afraid because there's no more ultimate game of survivor than this. And what I'm learning is a few things. And I'm going to use this lesson for another podcast. But for this particular podcast, in answering Lynette D's question, Fit Find 40 Life, um, there are some skills that I'm learning that we need to all have, right? But Generation Z in particular. And in this case, self-awareness, <laughs> number one, being aware of your surroundings, being aware of people, emotions, and things like that, that these people would come into their camp knowing that somebody had to do all of this work. And I see this all the time. People will come into a place, oh, this is really nice, and then they just kind of move in. Not, not recognizing the work, even visitors, they'll come to your house and you have your house a particular way, everything's clean and they will just leave stuff. Like who's going to pick that up? Who's going to clean that up? Who's going to pick up those banana peels? How did they get there? Like you just think that the world owes you something? Like you can just come in and eat the stuff that I hunted for and it's all right and then have the nerve to leave your trash there? But I think Generation Z needs to be aware, and this is all young people, you know, and some old people too, some older people, that um, be aware of how things got to where they are. Like be a student. of If you're going into a job, study the jobs, you know, um, masthead for sure. Study the people at the top of the food chain and study their bios and how they got there, but also understand how your business works. Understand every element, every component that goes into it. You may be starting out as, as a lower junior level person, but know how, how you can get to the top, but also know how your, your company, your business, your industry makes money so that you can predict whether or not that industry is going to be around in the future. And the future could be really quick. 
I'm doing this podcast today, a little bit of my feelings about something that I may share on the radio next week, or maybe I'll share it here in a podcast, in a future podcast. But what I'm, I'm keenly aware of for anyone in this generation, Generation Z and beyond, is that um, unless you're working for yourself, you're working for somebody. And if you're working for somebody and you don't own the company, then you need to understand how to navigate that space while you're there. And also, as soon as you walk in, have your exit strategy. Understand how you're going to make the pivot out of that place. Because unlike when my parents were coming up, jobs are not available or not around for you for 20, 30 years, and you get to retire with a gold watch. And young people aren't even trying to stay someplace five years, let alone 20, 30 years, and get a gold watch. So while you're there, make the best pivot that you can and by understanding, learning, watching, and reading everything you can about your particular industry or the one that you want to be in next. All right, that's uh, number one. That's number one. Number two. Learn SEO, search engine optimization, algorithms, and coding. If you are in Generation Z, and this is for anybody listening, but Generation Z in particular, learn the metrics of the future. Search engine optimization, algorithms, and coding. So I'm going to give you two people that you should study. A guy named Little Nas X. His name is Montero Lamar Hill. He's 20 years old as of this podcast, 20 years old. Uh, This is a young man who grew up in Georgia, first in the projects, and then his father moved him to somebody, someplace a little bit better. But what he learned on his own, he had this dream of building an internet following. He wanted to become an internet personality. That was his goal, Montero Lamar Hill, Lil Nas X. And he started posting short format comedy videos on Facebook in the Vine. Remember when you did it for the Vine? I ain't going to do it. Do it for the Vine. I ain't going to do it. He started doing that. He also created Nicki Minaj's fan account on Twitter called Nas Mirage. Mirage is Nicki's last name. All right, Nas Mirage. And he started doing that and it started going viral. He became known for his viral tweets on on other fan pages as, as well. Facts about Nicki Minaj, facts about NM. In 2017, his Nas Mirage account gained attention for his inter- interactive scenario threads. He would do flash fiction style threads that were popularized on Twitter using social media. He mastered social media. He mastered the Twitter sp- Twitter sphere. He understood how to get this out there. And as a result of his knowledge of search engine optimization, algorithms, and his understanding of social media, he was able to create a persona that he knew would go to the top of the search engine optimization field. When you type in Lil Nas X to the top, and all he needed was a catchy tune, which he could create online, and a, and a gimmick and a shtick, which he had developed over the last several years doing the Nas Mirage and the facts about M. NM. But what you need to know about Montero Lamar Hill, known as Lil Nas X, who right now is a sensation, is that he studied the industry that he was in and he learned how to master all of the algorithms and the, and the search engine, things that would put him at the top of the food chain. And he became a phenomenon. The other name that you need to know, Idris Sandu. Idris Sandu. Idris Sandu, he's originally from uh, Ghana. 
Uh, he came to the United States when he was three. He learned to code when he was 13. He learned coding when he was 13. He had a, an experience at Google eight months. For eight months after the, the Google moved into um, something called the Binoculars Building in California, and he learned how to code, and he mastered coding. He mastered it, and he ended up going on to create algorithms for Instagram and Snapchat. He, of course, consulted with Twitter, but what he's most known for, uh, Sandu, Idris Sandu, is working with Nipsey Hussle. That's what he's known for. He also worked with Kanye. But he's known for working with Nipsey Hussle, creating the Marathon Clothing Experience, which created the smart store that gave customers exclusive access to Nipsey Hussle's content, and it was revolutionary. That young man did. He is 22. Lil Nas X, 20. Idris Sandu, 22 at this podcast uh, taping. Both very young but both also very committed to the things that they're in. So number two, I would encourage young people, Generation Z, whatever the hell generation young people are, <laughs> to f master. If you don't know how to code, learn. Doesn't take a whole lot. You don't have to be a genius. You don't even have to have a high school diploma. But it will ensure that you'll always have a job because once we get into things, we start to figure out how things work, then we can create, which is what we also do very well. So understanding the, the language of the future, which is this, will, will also put them in a position to win. The third thing, um, which is really difficult for Generation Z because they're constantly not doing this, learn how to make human connections. I tell this to my students, this is a world of relationships. This is not necessarily a world of what you know, even though points one and two will help you, having the ability to forge relationships, real real genuine relationships, not phony ones, will send you out of here. And that's for, again, people who are not Generation Z. Relationships are the things that will get you to where you need to go. And actually, relationships will get you further than even your knowledge. I'm thinking of the woman from Theranos who uh, convinced a whole lot of people, and she's a strange bird, but had such great relationships that people gave her billions of dollars for a company that actually couldn't do any of the things that she said, but they believed her. She, she, she was a charlatan. She was, a, she was a conniving charlatan. But if you're genuine with it, there, there's pretty much nothing that the world won't offer you if you master people. So master your industry, master your work, learn how to code, but master, be a master of people. Get out of your phone because that's going to also distinguish you among your peers who are incapable right now of actually having real deep, meaningful conversations and relationships because everything is swiping and tapping and, and, and tweeting and trolling and all of that. But to be able to have a real conversation and to have some depth to that, that will definitely uh, set you apart. So that's my advice, Lynette, to young people. It's what I give to my students, and I hope that helps you. And I thank you guys for joining me. This podcast was brought to you by 100 Coconuts, which is my, the only coconut water that I'm imbibing and drinking. Uh, it's nice, especially when it's cold in the can. And, of course, you know, I wash off the top because I don't know where that's been. You know, I, I, spray, <laughs> I spray my top off, and I shake it up. And, oh, my God, it's, it's, it's amazing. 70 calories, 100 coconuts. Go to 100, the number 100 coconuts. Uh, dot com and at checkout you use my code Karen K A R E N one hundred Karen the number one hundred you get ten percent off one hundred coconuts all right get your whole case uh, also follow me on Twitter at Karen Hunter where uh, when you use the hashtag podcast 
at Karen Hunter. You can ask me anything. I'll pick a question like I did with Lynette's question at Fit Find 40 Life. And on Sunday, we'll answer it. So I appreciate the support. I want to crack the continent of Africa. So if you know any African people <laughs> like Mr. Idris Sandu, please spread this podcast. And uh, I need to hit a billion people. Um, and Africa has them. That's, those are my people. So let's get this podcast over overseas uh, and spread it to your folk in the Caribbean as well. I appreciate the support. I love everyone who's listening to my voice. This is a very fun journey for me, and I'm enjoying it immensely. And I thank you guys for your support. Till next time.